This is Scientific American's 60-Second Science. I'm Christopher Intagliata. In the frog world, romance is often accompanied by a song. It's the norm. The vast majority of frogs have males calling to attract females. Sandra Gute is an evolutionary biologist and herpetologist at the University of Campinas in Brazil. And she studies frogs called pumpkin toadlets from the cloud forests of coastal Brazil. They are extremely cool. Uh, They're teeny tiny. They're neon orange and they wave their arms around when they feel threatened. By either a predator or a herpetologist. And true to frog form... They make this slow call that sounds like a cricket. Uh, Like... But here's the weird part. It appears the pumpkin toadlets are not able to hear the sounds they make. Goot and her colleagues played recordings of the calls to the frogs to look for reactions. The researchers also traced electrical impulses from the frogs' ears to their brains, and even dissected the frogs' inner ear. And it turns out the frogs just don't have the equipment to hear their own voices. The study's in the journal Scientific Reports. Why would they call if they cannot hear their own calls, right? Goot does have a few theories. Perhaps, she says, the bulging throat movement associated with calling is a sexual signal itself, with the sound and inadvertent accompaniment. Perhaps the frogs lost the ability to hear the calls at some point in their evolutionary history, when the displays did the job well enough on their own. After all, they are a highly visual species. They're out during the day, brightly colored, do the hand-waving thing. And pumpkin toadlets are the only species unable to hear themselves. At least as far as we know. The thing is, it was really hard to convince even some of the co-authors to do the experiments because they were like, why would you test their hearing if they're calling the the hear? They must hear, right? So I think it's also uh, the way we're doing science. We're not actually testing this kind of obvious things. So maybe there are more examples out there, but we don't know any yet. One can only hope that future research proposals will get a fair hearing. Thanks for listening. For Scientific American's 60 Second Science, I'm Christopher Intagliata. <laughs>